also pay attention. How do both of those guys train? Heavy, basic, yeah. brutal workouts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 103. Dusty, Scott, myself, lots of Instagram questions, and uh, we're going to have a good time on It's Just Bodybuilding. like share subscribe ring the bell ring the bell comment okay nailed it Ron. I, you nailed that yeah 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 early Happy to be back. only 30 minutes deep and you already throw it in there nice oh this been yeah so uh, yeah we already got some we started blabbering about pre-contest metabolisms before the commercial <laughs> hey you got my mind spinning on so many things just in that conversation i was like off topic in my mind i was like i'll hold on to that one for a little bit right what's the here's a question for you because this because you know on the the topic of metabolisms taking off um what's the fastest you've ever seen anyone get in crazy shape like where it blew your mind like where Mm. you saw them in the gym and then five weeks later they were on stage and you were just like what the fuck you ever have that because there's a couple of couple of times jose at the 20 15 Olympia, I think it was. And the reason was, is we went to the USA's that Jake competed at, I think one. Um, and Jose came and he was small and fat. And I remember seeing him and I was like, what the fuck? And I told Chris, I go, so usually Jose's fat, but he's small also. He's <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine though. We have seven weeks. And I'm like, you got to go up in size and down in seven weeks. And then I saw him in his room at the Olympia, and I was like, what? What happened? I mean, he literally came out, and he was peeled out of his mind. And this was uh, Wednesday, and he was like 210 or something. You know, the 212 was a cut. And I was just like, holy shit. I mean, he looked like he was 220 with 170 pounds of muscle uh, <laughs> when I saw him in Vegas. I remember just because, you know, Jose was like, I got to start after this weekend. Cheers. Right. I'm like, wait, we're drinking. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that Jose and and Jay are the two people that I know personally that reminded me that some of us are humans and some of us are not. Right. I'm human. (laughs) Right, right, right. What about you, Scott? I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of anybody offhand that I know that has made a suit. I guess, you know, what? yeah, I, I, I'm blanking right now, but I also have been through a lot just to get here, just to be here right yeah. now. So I'm, I, uh, I, 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 I remember, and I can't remember the girl's name, which sucks, but I remember this girl came to me one year and it was like 10 weeks out from like a regional show. And she was like, Hey, I think I might hop in the show this year. Cause she'd competed before. Like I'd, I'd helped her before at one point and she didn't really sound like totally sure. She's like, yeah, I might hop in. And I looked at her and I was like, well, I mean, it's only 10 weeks. Like you haven't really been training. You know, you don't, you know, like you don't have any delts, you know, your back's like not wide. Your quads are like, you you don't have quads, delts or lats and you're doing figure (laughs) and it's 10 weeks out and you know, 
you don't really take any drugs. So, you know, there's that, like, why don't you just start training again and just like go next year in the spring or something, you know? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you're probably right. I'll think about it. And I was like, you know, I just don't want to make any promises I can't keep and take sure. it on and not be able to get in shape, you know? And I gave her like a real honest chat. And then it might've even been eight weeks out. And then she walked on stage at the show, completely peeled and trashed everybody and won the overall. That's crazy. And I went up to her after I'm like, what'd you do? She's like, you wouldn't want to do it. I fucking starved myself and fucking did two hours of cardio a day. And I trained six days a week, 30 sets a day. And <laughs> she just said, I love she's her. like, I love she her. said she just did. She's like, no coach is going to want to do this to me because it's going to hmm. be everything they're not supposed to do. And I don't want to bother anybody. And uh, she's like, I was way behind. So I just thought maybe I can do it. And she just like literally just went like turned all the dials to 10 and just fucking hammered it. And I just laughed. I was like, oh, my God. That's crazy. It's crazy what? transformation. <laughs> I gave advice that was too bad for a professional to give to me, so I took it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of like funny because she's like, yeah, it was kind of on me because I was behind. So, you know. <laughs> I love the mentality, just, though. Like, how do you not yeah, look great at attitude. Like that and go, fuck yeah. Like, I just did what it took is basically was her yeah. answer. She's like, you know, because you know, like if someone comes to you, they haven't even been in the gym. You're like, well, this is going to you're going to have to like quit your job and train twice a day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to go homeless to get this? Done? No, for like a regional show. Right. It's like <laughs> nah, maybe just wait till next year. That was all I could tell you. Just wait till next year. It probably still was the better advice. Did I get cut oh, off for, sure. for a second? You good? No. You're fine. I think that I have uh, too many things on my Wi-Fi, so I just turned a couple off. <clears throat> oh, you got to you got to close all your windows, buddy. Well, I didn't want to lose that spot on Pornhub, so I was like, ah, but I realized you can save them now. So yeah, we're fine. there you go. I was like, it's page what? Page one twenty four. It took so long to find. <laughs> exactly. It's a really long time searching for the exact video I was looking for, but I found it. I remember the thumbnail. I remember the thumbnail. I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> took some time but i'm a i'm a focused individual it's labor day though i have to take uh, the rest of the day off so yeah 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 long weekend monday um okay so what's going on with bodybuilding dusty what's your update oh man i i'm actually super stoked because next one week from now because i'm actually leaving town i'm starting back with jordan because my body's functioning nice i, I oh. finally reached a point where i can do everything again um because i was still avoiding like bars dumbbells like just trying to make sure everything was on point and i didn't want to start with jordan until i could i don't give a shit about my numbers but i need to be able to do everything again yeah so yeah next week we start um and i'm just stoked because it's been a minute and it's it's one of my q a questions but everyone keeps asking like oh what's the cycle and they really i have to admit i didn't understand either but muscle memory is retarded like i know for mm -hmm. a fact that the majority of the people, when I say, oh, I've been taking 200 milligrams of sipinate, are like, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> you went from 230 to 285 on 200 milligrams of sipinate. Like, yeah. And the diet hasn't been yeah. that much either. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, but I'm, but I'm liking it because this, if everything goes as planned, which, you know, as the way it should, then I should be able to shoot back up over 300 in no time with the effort and other things. So I'm going to kind of uh, keep track of it all. So I can kind of okay. share the share the thing because it's something. I mean, Dante told me, and it was his idea. 
was, hey, just keep it minimal, keep the diet low. We talked about this, Ron. I mean, I don't typically drink a lot of shakes. I've been doing a couple of these a day just to keep the waist tighter. And even I, like, woke up, and I'm stepping on the scales going, what the fuck? And then strength is, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Like, I do a behind-the-neck hammer strength. It's, it's a really awkward machine for me to get into. Yeah, um, I know the one. It's not, but, it's uh, not unilateral, right? It's like... No. Yeah. It's all yeah. one piece. Huh. But yeah, you have an idea, one. like, last week... So I went for three plates for the first time last week uh, aside, and I got 10 with an assist for like two reps. So I got eight. Um, well, this week I was like, so seven days later, I'm like, I'll, I'll do it myself. Just film this for me because I want a better angle of the filming. She's like, okay. And I got 15. And I'm like, okay, things are starting to click. Like <laughs> when you're going up almost 100% in a week, yeah. you know, so I, I – it was funny that happened and I posted that about it. And then Jordan texts me that day. He's like, you ready? <laughs> I'm like, I think I am. <laughs> so I'm excited. It'll be fun. Cause we never really, we were in it for like a month. You just got started. So. Yeah. And then, you know, I decided to take an extended nap and got a little lazy for a month and okay. I'm back. So yeah, it's, well, that's, it's exciting. That's, that's cause most of the muscle coming back is just from the nerves actually innervating the tissue. You know? Right. Like people realize what innervation, just having a nerve attached to a muscle and having like, you know, kind of think about it as like there's current passing through it even when it's laying there at rest, hmm. you know, right. and, and, and that's what the paralytics did. It's not like you just laid, like if someone just laid in bed for 26 days, they wouldn't shrink nearly as much because their muscles no. are still innervated, but you were on paralytics. Yeah. So the innervation was like like down to fucking, I don't know. Is it, what does it go to zero? Yeah. Nothing is happening. I mean, literally the only thing on is your brain. Yeah. Nothing else is functioning pretty much. I mean, organs, but on, on like, their own, Yeah, nothing. your autonomic nervous system or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, and it's funny cause I talked to the, uh, one of the surgeons after the fact and he's like, well, we're also feeding you like a thousand calories a day. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, so you're starving, you're dehydrated. And like you said, it's, it's not just not moving, you know, cause yeah. I was really stunned with how much was gone. And then obviously, you know, my brain wasn't fully on anyhow. So having someone explain it, that still had a fully functioning brain was nice. I was like, Oh, he's like, no, your body that, was off. <laughs> we turned yeah, it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, I remember when I tore my quad, mm-hmm. you know, that, that tendon, the quad tendon was completely severed. So it was a 100% rupture, which means the nerves to that muscle, like they're not touching, you know, your body shuts right down to guard. Right. So I just remember like, you know, at at the two week point, the swelling was starting to really come down. Right. And I was like, Holy fuck is my leg ever small already? Hmm. Like, like my quad, like it shrank to nothing real quick. You know, I still had like hamstring muscle. Even though I can't right, bend my so leg, connected, yeah. you know, and my still limping around on my calf, but but the quad just shriveled to nothing because the nerve was kind of turned off, right? So it was just like mm-hmm. shut down, and then you see how fast things atrophy. Yeah, it's fucking freaky. You know, all that work, like thirty fucking years of lifting, and my muscle just goes. Whoo. Do you feel? Do, does that quad feel different now when you train it, like, or does it feel like its old self? Yeah, the leg feels really good. I get good contractions, good, really good pumps. 
I feel it loading, you know, it, I can feel the tension going through it and I can really crank on it. In fact, I feel like that's my good knee, to be honest. That knee feels like hmm. a little better because it's got a big, thick, fresh, white tendon on it. The other ones, you know? yeah. been. The other one still has like a 30-year-old tendon. Yeah, jammed on right. for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, but like the, the tendon that he put back together, the way he explained it, he, he's like, oh, that tendon will remodel itself. It's, it's, it's not the tendon it was. It's a new tendon now. Huh. Plus, he put 60 feet, 60 feet of line in it to sew it together. So there's a lot of thread that was holding that together. You know what I mean? And he drilled extra holes in my kneecap to run the thread through. So it was like heavy duty reinforced. So we lost Dusty. We did. I was going to tell him to stop playing with stuff on his desk, too. Have you noticed he has this habit of fiddling? <laughs> That's funny. There he is. We lost you. Did everybody disappeared, just me. Dude, all of you were frozen. I was like, shit, this has never happened before. <laughs> Dusty, don't play with stuff on your table. I gotta tell you that. Apparently, don't touch anything. No, like you you make you sound because you'll you'll oh. like pick stuff up and everything. The audio oh. listeners will be like, Oh my god, somebody's picking something. Like you got kids playing down. right right like right below your elbows. <laughs> like kids banging around. I am the child. <laughs> you are the <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm the child in this household. Exactly. Um, that's my line tonight. That's what I'm going to tell her to explain how I'm behaving. You know? <laughs> okay, let's do, let's do a few questions. I want to throw a few questions out, and then we'll, you know. Then we'll ramble. We Perfect. Yeah. I've got a bunch of yeah. screenshot because I was thinking they were going to run out of time here. Okay. Here's one. Let's get in. I, you know, I like this stuff. What is your personal favorite intensifying technique? Ooh. Personal favorite. I'm not going first, but I know mine. So, Scott, what is yours? Oh, man. Well, I feel like I can't say anything other than Widowmaker. Oh. It, okay. And obviously, it's not a, a, a movement that you can use every workout or every, you know, you, you can't use that all the time. But mm -hmm. when I do... Or when I've had the opportunity to teach somebody about what a Widowmaker is, like we go through a leg workout together and we're building up to that one set. It's almost like you can stop and say that everything that you've done this entire day, if not this entire week, has led up to this very moment. Right. And that what we're <laughs> about to do right now is something so incredible you've never done it before. And you've got the opportunity to do something that like nobody else in this gym may even comprehend. And then it, it yeah, it's just, it's, it's such. And so for anybody, I should say too, I think that most of our listeners would understand what a Widowmaker is. But Dusty, I feel like you having been born of DC training, you would probably be the best person to explain it. In fact, I would like to hear you explain it. Well, the, the basic... The, the most basic way that Dante ever explained it to me was, so you're done with, like you said, essentially everything. And say you're, I don't know, you're doing hack squats just to make your life easy. Uh, he would say, okay, a Widowmaker, we're shooting for 20 reps, but what I want you to do is pick a weight that you can only get 15 with and then get to 20. Yeah. So what ends up happening is at 10, 12, you're dying. You might even be stopping at the top and breathing. 
then you get, you know, you squeak your way to 15 and now you literally have to will yourself through one rep at a time. I filmed the Widowmaker one time because I was going to put it on uh, Instagram and it was literally like, it was only, tw- I think I got 22 reps and I want to say the set was like a minute and 48 seconds long. Hmm. Like it took for, and the first 12 were just piston. Then it right. was like, okay, I'm going to get three. Okay, I only got yeah. two. Okay, I'm going to get two. And that was literally one at a time with breaths in between at the top, grinding through. I mean, the key to it is that, though. I think a, a lot of people, when they think they're doing a Widowmaker, they get to 18 and they struggle out too. I'm like, mm-mm. When you get to 15, it should literally feel impossible. Hmm. Like, there's no fucking way I can do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, yeah. When and you're done, it, I mean. I, I think <laughs> to tell people it, it it's like uh, the last five are like singles with even if it's two minutes between reps, you're standing there waiting. You just have to yep. make it, it happen. As long as you don't rack it, you're still going. As long as you don't rack that weight, you're still going. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely fine. I love that you chose that because I wouldn't – it's funny. I wouldn't even think of that, but it is extremely accurate. That's the it's the end. I mean, yeah, I've had, I, I had somebody uh, email me one time after they did their first, and they go, should I do two of those? I go, then you didn't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't. If you're two. asking me that, you didn't. You didn't do it right because you would know better. You know, right, usually right. I have to will myself to take the weights off when I'm done. <laughs> like, no, that's solid for sure. What about you, Ron? That that's it's. Well, I think it's also funny Scott picked that because I wouldn't have thought of that as an intensifying technique. I would have thought of that as like a like a training protocol or something. It just wouldn't occur to me. But yeah, it's like one of the hardest things you could possibly insert to anybody's leg day. It's yeah. the hardest, possibly the hardest thing. Like it's up there with like, you know, crazy rest pauses and stuff like that. It's like the worst of the worst. I think rest right. pause would be my other one personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think my favorite intensifying technique is just the good old forced reps. Hmm. And I just, I, that's probably the, the one I've used the most, you know, that's been a staple of, how I trained for like my whole life. It was, you know, you go to, you need a little bit of help getting one or two more reps. And that's a pretty deep place to go to failure on a very frequent basis. And, you know, some sets you might go four or five forced reps deep if, if you're, you know, really trying to dig a hole that day or something crazy or, but, uh, you know, for the most part, the, the, the straight set with, you know, one to two good hard forced reps. And then also, the second forced rep, you always finish with a negative, like mm. super oh, slow yeah. negative. And then uh, even a little bit of added resistance on the negative in some exercises where it's safe. Um, mm. You know, what I call a force negative. So, you know, you don't yank on a preacher curl or anything like that, but you can like gently add some, some force down on like, say like a leg curl or, mm. you know, a chest press or certain things you kind of lean into a little bit and give the person a little more resistance on that last negative. And, um, yeah, but that, that, that'd be what I would say is my favorite. And, and that's cause it's like the good old reliable, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, a it's like the Glock of intensive fires. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, on, on the note with this, I'm glad you guys brought this up. I, I would like you guys both to kind of give me feedback here. So I had a client, um, and he's, he wants it bad. Um, and he's very, 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 very green. Um, like the first time he sent me, he sent me an, uh, an email. And he's like, what am I going to do? I, I've maxed out the lying leg curl. And I'm like, 
well, you're going to send me a video of this. Mm-hmm. And, I said, and I said, cause I'm going to guarantee your ass is going through the roof. Your hips are all over. You know what I mean? And of course he sent the video and it was barely a line like curl. Um, but we corrected it, moved forward. And he's just so amped. So the other day he goes, okay, so at the end of my, of every set today, because I have him doing rest pause. He goes, I did the rest pause and then I did a drop set. So I, he finished his rest pause and then he starts doing a drop. He goes, then when I finished my training partner brought it up and I did a static hold. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, you did that for five movements? He's like, yeah, I'm really smoked. And I'm like, I bet. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the question, and I think it's a good thing for a lot of people, why is that not good? Hmm. Well, I think that uh, the uh, the very complicated answer is uh, it depends. <laughs> um, if if so, doing it once, doing something like that once, kind of reminds me of like the magazine days where there'd be an article like "Shock Your Back," you know, <laughs> and 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 there'd be something like, you know you know what advanced training for back prioritization and there'd be three back workouts a week you know and they're all 25 sets and then the rest of your body's like a maintenance plan written into the tuesday and the thursday you know and Mm -hmm. and there'd be all kinds of stuff and you know now looking back as like you know someone who understands how the magazines worked you realize that those are routines that no one even did right they weren't even actual routines they were just something someone wrote on paper like there's no not a single person did it before it was printed. It was yep. just written because it looked interesting. And um, so, you know, and things like that just aren't sustainable long term. Like something's going to break down. You're either going to get just exhausted, you know, or you're going to go in. Like I, I know this. I know this firsthand from, you know, my cruise days now, my my TRT plus days. If I there'll be days where I'll say to my partner, like, I'm not doing any forced reps on this. And the reason I'm saying that is because I may have noticed my strength is actually down a little. Mm. Like maybe first exercise, I was like, fuck, that was a little heavy today. And I know that on TR plus and what I do with activity and the amount of food I'm eating, if I do four reps on every single fucking thing today, I'm going to be weaker again next week. Mm. And I've found a rhythm where I sort of, I don't want to call it instinctual because I'm not, you know, a fucking wizard, but I've, I noticed that I found this thing where if I cut back on the four straps, you know, when I noticed that little drop, I come back the next week and I have a, a stronger, like even, even Braden will say like, oh, you were strong today on dumbbells. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking was, wasn't I? And I fucking know why. Cause I didn't do any four straps for the last two exercises, last chest day. And and I, I, cause I felt a little weak and now here I am having a good chest workout. So let's fucking put two and two together and make sure we make note of this, you right. know, because if I was training by myself on my own schedule, I may be, be handling it different, but because I'm training with someone who's on a very regimented show prep schedule, I need to be able to keep up. Mm-hmm. Like if I fall a day behind, we're no longer training together. He's yeah. not moving his workout. Right. right? So I have to find a way to make sure that I, you know, what I always say about surfing the curve, you know, I got to surf that curve, like stay up on that wave, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that, you know, on, you know, TRT plus it, the, the dynamics of managing it are just a little bit different because recovery is, is, you know, 
recovery is what it's all about. Like recovery is what Dorian fucking pioneered. And it's why I followed and listened to him for so many years and crafted my training strategy after what he talked about and stuff. It was all based around recovery because when you train really, really, really hard, you have to manage recovery, you know? And I remember watching the blood and guts video and seeing like, you know, certain exercises where I thought he could have even gone another rep or two. You know, like, I don't know if you remember, like, the stiff leg deadlifts. It, it seems like yep. his form is absolutely perfect, but he still ends a set. And if, you, you know, you listen to him talk about the video after, he's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, that week, I, that's what I planned. Hmm. You right. know, I was all, like, it's all based on recovery. Like, how strong have I been? How powerful have I felt? from week to week grabbing that barbell for that set of stiff legs you know just mm-hmm. and it makes me you know all the all the all the you know when you're in the moment and you're you're competing and you're training for a show it's you look back and you think man that's really like a skill for him at that level to be able to be able to manage all that himself like without anyone helping him because you know like dorian famously didn't really have anyone coach him yeah it was just all him figuring it out hmm. you know and a lot of other guys are like, got you know, and of course he had the reputation of being like the most hardcore guy, but here he is like, oh no, you know, dial back the odd time, no forced reps, you know? Mm-hmm. So people forget that aspect of it too. He was very obsessed with recovery. It's, a, it's an impossible, like that skill at that, I mean, you guys remember, he didn't compete for very long. I think that's the thing people also don't, like young guys don't realize is Dorian didn't compete for many years, truly. He just won from the jump and then left. Yeah. So it's like to be that in tune. He was a and pro for mature, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> was just silly, you know, because here I am, you know, done and still catching like, oh, I guess I should back off now. Wish I'd have known that 10 years ago. <laughs> actually, actually, Dorian was only a pro for like eight years. That's yeah. crazy. eh? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I think he competed for like 11 years. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah. So why, so why can't you, why can't you do that for every exercise? Why can't you do the rest pause followed by the drop set followed by the static hold? You can't do it because I, mean, I think that, you know what? And we talked about this, I think on the previous episode was recovery. I didn't understand how important it was in the mm-hmm. past, you know? And I think that's what you're talking about, Ron, is still, still figuring yeah. that out today. Also, we we have to remember, you know, there's physical recovery and mental recovery. You know, whenever mm-hmm. someone's telling me like, I just don't feel like training lately. Yeah, exactly. Like, have, you thought, have you thought of just taking a week off? Yeah, right. You know, sometimes, sometimes, or yeah, or a day, or just take a couple extra days off and just rest up. Because sometimes you take two days off, feel like a fat fuck or a lazy mm-hmm. piece of shit, or you think your calves are shrinking, and you're fucking. I gotta get back in the fucking gym. And then you're excited to train. So that's like important. And then also you can't just like, even if you're mentally fine and your motivation is through the roof, if you train like that all the time, you will get hurt or something will happen. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You can't progress either. Yeah, you can't progress. And that's another thing too that, you know, there's a few questions actually about that. But you, uh, you can't progress if you're hurt, you know, like looking back on everything there was stuff i did that caused me to get hurt you know Hmm. mostly wear and tear stuff right Mm -hmm. you know i didn't do very many things that like 
acutely injured me that were stupid. Um, you know, like I didn't try to bench something crazy and tear my pack. Right. Um, but like wear and tear where you're like, ah, oh, this machine kind of hurts my shoulder, but man, do I feel it in my chest? So I'm going to keep doing it for like the right. next six weeks straight. <laughs> and then my shoulder's going to be fucking hurting. I'm going to go, oh damn, I should probably stop doing that machine. Like I did a bunch of that stuff. Right. And I wish I wouldn't have done that stuff, but you know, what do you do? <laughs> I think the the biggest factor that, that I wanted to, for him to grab and you, we obviously, he and I went over it, but anytime I have those little clicks with clients, I realize there's probably a lot of people doing it. What I told him was you can't cheat how long this is going to take. So you're thinking yeah. the faster, the, the more brutalized you are in every single workout, maybe this 10 year goal is a five year goal. And, and chances are this 10 year goal will become a 15 year goal. If you do that, like, more is not more more is just more and, and it's weird how even at the highest level i would catch myself falling into that when i reached a point where i was as i got better and you're like well i need to be even better now and next thing you know you're training six days a week and it's like what am i doing this is this yeah. isn't even how i got here like you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's a weird thing so I, I try to remind guys because i know that i've, I've been guilty of that myself deep into my career where next thing you know you're training, you know, well, I'm going to split legs, but I'm still going to leave everything else as its own as well. Well, there's only so many days. <laughs> and if you're training like yeah. this, what's going to happen? Um, I remind guys literally the best gains of my career. Now, granted, it's timing also, but I was training three days a week. I was just annihilating myself and then taking a day off, annihilating myself, taking a day off, annihilating myself, taking two days off. That well, was I was four days a week. <laughs> Yeah. I, I trained I trained Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That was my split. That says a lot. For ages. For both of And I got I got all the way to like three fifteen on that split. And then mm -hmm. I started thinking, fuck, I should probably be I should probably add an arm day because my arms need to come up. But I was already over three hundred pounds and like top two at nationals a couple times before I even started training five days a week. I was four days a week, you know. I, total I, Dorian split. I got a question for both of you guys then. How did you get to that point four days a week, three days a week? Because some of the people who are listening to us are six days a week and they're only not training seven because they know that we would yell at them if they were training seven days a week. How do you I get to three? You know, how do you get to that? Well, so I, so I, I, I think I know why. Well, one of the factors, um, I was obsessed with getting stronger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people aren't, they're just, they're exercising. They're in their train, like their, their training is actually exercise. Um, and you know what I mean? They're, it's not yeah. as goal, it's not as goal driven. They're like, I'm gonna do some lunges today. I'll grab the thirties. Yeah. I'm gonna squat right. today. I'll see how 225 feels. Oh, it feels good. You know, we had a good squat session, went pretty hard. Um, those people can train a lot more frequently, but the gains aren't gonna be, you know, obviously they're not gonna be the same, you know, genetics aside. Right. Um, but my mentality was like, okay, I, I inclined Smith two plates and a 25 for six. So I have to do every fucking thing I possibly can to get seven reps next chest workout. And when I train more frequently, I don't get stronger. So mm. I'm going to stop doing that because my mm -hmm. goal is to get stronger on every single movement. And then you, you find, like I went down to three days a week at one point when I was young because I wanted mm -hmm. to do the Mike Menser, like the full heavy duty. Right. So I remember I went down to three days a week and um, I remember my, my strength gains, like it wasn't, I wasn't getting stronger. 
And then I went, I went to the Dorian split back to the Dorian split and I started getting stronger again. And I was like, okay, this is just like by a little bit of trial and error with the way I trained, the way I executed it, I sort of found like a little zone where my strength would go up and I'm like, Oh, this is it. I'll just hover here and surf the curve and just do this for 10 years. Right. So I just did that. And I remember like, I tried to train six days a week a few times again because I'd like switch it up. And I met, I noticed like I would always get sick hmm. like a month in, I would get like a cold or I'd get run down. And I remember just thinking like, Oh, it's not for me. Fuck that. And I just never, I just stopped doing it. Well, I think a lot of people do. I mean, and Ron, I know, I think you've shared the story on here, but you train different than most. So if, if someone writes down 20 sets for you, that's 20 sets to absolute failure and possibly past. Um, so you doing that six days a week is just not going to work. I think that's no. the, the, the biggest take home. And like you said, genetics aside is one thing for sure. But when you're training like that, you just can't. Your CNS alone is getting annihilated every day. Um, mm -hmm. And Scott, my answer is way more simple. It's because I nagged Dante into training me and I promised him I would not do anything additional. Easy enough. That was the deal. <laughs> I yeah. was poor and I gave him $800 and told him he could keep it if I fucked off. So <laughs> that was the, the magic. True Nutrition has supported our programming now for a number of years and I'm super grateful for it because they believe in us and I believe in them. I'm sure you guys have heard of Dante Trudell. We talk about him on the shows. Uh, he had a vision of offering high quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price. They have a ton of different protein powders, just about every type you could think of, literally thousands of flavor combinations. Hit me up if you're interested in suggestions. They offer health supplements. I use their collagen and their fish oil. And of course, they offer performance supplements. You can get bulk EAA powder or beta alanine. You can also get finished products like the Mountain Dog Perry MD Intra Workout. If you shop with True Nutrition and you use our code THINK, you'll get some additional savings, you'll get high quality supplements, and you will support our programming. You can also help to support the shows through Patreon. I appreciate everybody who's made a contribution. You guys are helping to keep me pumping these podcasts out. I have links to everything in the description. Check them out. Let me know what you think, and let's get back to the program. Here's one for you guys. Um... I'm getting a bunch of cramps. I'm six weeks out from my show. My feet keep cramping. My hands keep cramping. I keep getting weird cramps. What's mm. going on? Increased magnesium. What would there you, you Scott? Increased yeah, magnesium. I would think, I think minerals, number one. You know, other thing being fluids, I guess, in general, you know, are they, how much are they getting? And then two, right. you know what? It's, it's hot out now. So I always if I have a client that's getting cramps, the first thing I always ask them is remind me, where do you live? Like what part of the country are you in? You know? And right. then they're like, Oh yeah, I'm a roofer and I live in Texas. It's like, and how much are you drinking? You know? And usually those guys are drinking more water, but you do have people that might not realize that maybe their fluid needs go up. And especially as you're getting leaner, you're not holding mm -hmm. fluid like you used to. Yeah. With the carbs needs, lower water yeah, goes right through you. Exactly. Exactly. So that, and then, and then minerals for sure, or excuse me, yeah. electrolytes. Um, I've been using, I never believed in getting like an electrolyte drink. I always thought mm -hmm. to myself like, man, just throw some, throw some pink, you know, sea salt on sea that. Salt, yeah. It's cheap. That's all you need. 
But Victoria got me into uh, a brand called Ultima, and it's a really okay. good balance of electrolytes. I got my mom on it actually. She was having, she was, you know what? She's not bodybuilding. You know, she's just like, I'm getting really weak and I don't know why. And she had to go to the hospital at one point and they were like, I think it was her potassium was really low. So she started drinking this a couple times a day and that fixed it. And I found the same thing, you know, with, with athletes, they start just putting this in your diet a couple times a day. Not to mention, I wish I had known more about electrolytes years ago. Cause I do like my physical blue collar job for eight, 10 hours. And then I would go to the gym and ex in the middle of summer sweating, and then I'd yep. feel fatigued. And that sense of fatigue that I would have from working all day, it wasn't because I was tired. It was because my electrolytes were down, you know, yep. and getting yeah. that back up makes a huge difference. The other thing would be taurine, you know, if, especially yeah, like if they're on clan or something, you know? Oh, you think yeah. taurine, taurine, yeah. I guess if they're using EAAs, and they're drinking whey protein isolate and they're you know i don't know what the argument is if they're having let's say 300 grams of protein a day plus eaas and stuff how much taurine do you think they would need mm. well that's the, that, that's i think the big thing though is you, you factor in also at the end of the day this is the this is what i love about jordan peters is his answers are always the same which is well i don't know what works for you hmm. yeah, yeah yeah because that that is key like you know beyond just those kind of factors everyone's body is different like i'm starving when i prep so i drink like three gallons of water a day mm -hmm. um it's just habit but i also take two two times the servings of full spectrum minerals every day and then the moment i get a hint of muscles altering the magnesium and calcium both shoot up and i just run them all the way to the show and then that's gone i you know? i remember when i worked with uh Scott Abel back in the day, he would always say you need a gram of so sodium for mm -hmm. every liter of water that passes through your body hmm. as an athlete. Okay. Yeah. So okay. he's like athletes obviously working and sweating and muscle contractions and all that stuff. And you're managing sodium, potassium properly, healthy, right? A gram, a gram per liter. So, you know, if you're drinking two gallons, that means you need eight grams of sodium, which is like 8,000 milligrams, which, you know, means you got to can definitely grind some sea salt on all your meals for sure you know soy sauce not, for the win baby soy sauce for the win yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay okay good so what again scott well how much taurine would you tell someone to take if maybe they are on clan and that's what oh. they want to they want to try like five grams a day you know what i'd start with one one or two and just say oh, okay. hey what time do you you know are you you're you're experiencing cramps in the afternoon uh try you know one one gram two grams before the time you would normally start cramping, see if that helps. And, uh, you know, try to keep it a little bit on the lower side. I don't know what there's a, there's kind of an upper limit Victoria was telling me about that I wasn't aware of, but I've right. done like five, you know, and I, I think that she would cringe if she heard me say that. In fact, she has. <laughs> okay. We're not going to tell her about this episode just because yeah. you said that. <laughs> you got a question, Dusty? I have many questions, but actually this is, I think this is a pretty solid one. Um, why do bodybuilders put oil on their food instead of using it to cook their meat if they're going to eat it either way? Hmm. Scott, you want to take this one? Oh, man. Um, well, you guys tell me, is it because if you were to put it in the pan, I'm going to guess you're probably not actually going to consume like the all 15 grams, right? And depending on what type of oil it is, it has a smoke point. 
Mm, and good if, point. You know, for example, if you heat olive oil to the point where it starts to smoke and it has a low smoke point, so it smokes easily, then you're completely ruining any of the, you know, because olive oil is very cardiovascular friendly. You know, it's a kind of a good healthy fat for the heart healthy fat, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it uh, definitely uh, fucks it up and it's not the same, you know. Same with like flaxseed oil or something. Like if you heat flaxseed oil, it destroys it. So you can't cook with it. Whereas isn't it macadamia nut oil has a has a, a pretty high smoke point. So isn't doesn't Palumbo cook with it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, I was going to say that too. He's made that like anybody who's been bodybuilding since 2009 has bought a bottle of species <laughs> mac nut oil. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just a fucking $40 bottle at the health food yeah. store just to try it out and be like, holy fuck, this stuff's expensive. <laughs> Isn't it the arachidonic acid? Isn't that what he says is in it? Or does he just say it's a really good fat? I, I think it's remember. just a good fat. The arachidonic yeah. acid was a whole other thing. That was a different was McDonald's mess. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was the reason why McDonald's makes guys huge. I remember that. No, yeah, it's a smoke point, I think. That's why uh, coconut oil is popular because it has a really high smoke point. You can, mm-hmm. like, you know, cook with it and, you know, stuff like that. So um, I do know that I'm I'm avoiding, like, all seed oils now, you know? Yeah. More and more, like, like, canola oil, stuff like that. Like, I don't use canola oil to spray the pan anymore. Hmm. I stopped doing that. I was listening to Stan Efforting talking about seed oils and I was like, ah, fuck, I've always heard people talking about this, but I kind of ignored it. And uh, so I started like, you know, cut the canola oil spray out and I use like, you know, put a little bit of uh, coconut oil and wipe the the pan with it instead. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. know, What what did he say about it? Terrible. uh, Heating them is just terrible. Okay. He says they're rancid and, and they're not friendly to our, our cells. Yeah. Not even a good fat for us to eat. We're not really supposed to be eating them. They don't actually serve us. And then when you heat them, I think it has to do with when you try to cook them, like they're brutal afterwards, you know? And then all hydrogenated fats, they say, you know, are really not good for us. So anything hmm. deep fried, you know, when you boil fat and you change it, I'd like to have, I'd like to refresh my memory on all that stuff. You've probably done a bunch of podcasts on that, haven't you? Uh, you know what? It's a topic. I mean, we've randomly talked about it, but I don't think we ever made it like a full topic. Yeah. I think hydrogenated fats are like altered for some reason. That's why they're so fucking terrible for us. You know what I was just thinking of? Um, you guys in Canada don't have a, cause I use like a, a spray coconut oil. But mm-hmm. if I recall going to the grocery store, you guys don't, you're not as big on the spray oils. Are you in general? So that spray coconut oil is sometimes on the shelf. I'll grab it once in a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's what we yeah. used to. Yeah. 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 It's okay. kind of it's everywhere here, so it's not as uh, like every little every grocery store has it. So yeah. You know, costs yeah. a little more, but so does everything I like. So what's new? I feel like the spray helps my food to not stick as much. Everything I'm I like is expensive. Yeah. I, I even spray the spatula because I don't like when some of my egg whites are stuck. Oh my god, I do that too. I'm like, I you do that too. Get That's... off of there. Yeah, I give it. The, the, I give the edge. I give the edge yep. a little, just a little yeah, quick shot. To. I get shit on that every time somebody sees one of my YouTube's. Like, why are you waste? Why are you use so much of that shit? I'm like, oh, so easy. What are you gonna chew off the edge of your damn thing? Like, what are you doing? I gotta clean yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. too. You know. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I, I have a good question that uh, I'm going to. 
Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to say it because I know what it is. So the question was, a guy said, is it okay? He's, he's trying to grow. He says, is it okay if I just don't worry about carbs at all because I don't like the, substance, the, uh, the amount that I have to eat and just eat fat for the calories? Huh. Um, and uh, it's funny because my, my initial response, of course, was, sure, go ahead. I mean, there's no such thing as a essential carb. But I think one thing that uh, that people don't realize is fats become fat easier than carbs, even though the calories are there. So calorie per calorie, although, you know, everyone wants to do that argument of a calorie is a calorie, it is actually easier to gain body fat if you use just fats. There, there are, I mean, it's, it's funny because it's so simple if you break it down just from a basic point that fat is already fat, but... A lot of people really have this confusion that carbs convert to fat easily, and they don't, unless you're yeah. in extreme excess. Yeah, I was. What was uh, Lane Norton just put up a post the other day? It was if you eat high carbs, low fat, you burn way more carbs all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, you, you, but you, you burn less fat, but you, you don't store carbs as fat very easily. Right. But if you eat high fat, low carb, you burn a lot more fat, but you also store fat a lot more easily. Hmm. Yep. So he was like, it's all about energy balance. Because, you know, with Lane, yeah. everything comes down to like the calories. He's like, at the end of the day, it's calories, you know, mm-hmm. technically. But um, so, yeah, if they're if they're in a surplus, then technically they should get fatter easier. Yes. That, that's kind of what, I, what my answer was. So I was curious what you guys thought because that's my knee jerk too is you're at an excess already because you're trying to gain and then you're trying to use all of it from fat or, you know, a large amount. Yeah. Then in my brain, unless you're genetically lean, odds are higher that you're going to put on more body fat than you should. And then, of course, for my brain, then all of a sudden now we can get into the estrogen issue when you're too fat. Hmm. Right. You what know? do you mean the estrogen so, issue? Well, the fatter, estrogen, you are, the fatter you are, the higher oh, the estrogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just that's easy. what and I assume you Yeah, and then you don't want to be – that's the other thing. And, and actually, I saw Ron touch on this the other day. It's, it's funny how when people start making mistakes, they just – it's like a domino. Because they're like, well, I'll just take more AIs. And I'm like, well, cool. Now watch your cholesterol. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so it becomes like now instead of just going to the, the problem – you're having a domino effect of problems that come from one thing. Hmm. If you just eliminated that, you'd be in a better spot. Because guys are like, oh, well, I take a ton of AIs. I'm like, what's your cholesterol? Like, oh, well, I have to take a cholesterol drug. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah, then you're on a statin. Yep. Just to correct it. Yeah, it's like, what <laughs> yeah. are you doing? Yeah, we could just go to the very beginning and fix all of this. You know that, right, with one thing? <laughs> I talked to uh, Dave Kalick about what they do with Dorian. And uh, he said that Dorian, and I bring this up because they don't use a ton of carbs, I guess that when Dorian's carbs get too high, then he starts getting insulin sensitivity issues and he starts just like putting on more fat. So I can't remember what he said they brought the carb, like it wasn't low, like he's still eating like you know 400, I can't even remember what the number was, but it was over 400 carbs in his right. off season. But he would, then they, he said they would lean into more healthy fats to build the calories up because so I'm, I guess I'm throwing that out there. So depending on the person, 
maybe somebody doesn't have as good of a response to insulin, then maybe higher fats may might be able to play a role in their diet. Yeah, if you have pancreas problems. I'm, I'm working with a guy that we really jammed the carbs last year, and he ended up we ended up putting on more body fat than I would have liked. Like he gained a good amount of muscle, but then when we went to dieting, it was like hard to diet him down too. So I'm I'm kind of experimenting with him using some more fats than we did last time, trying to keep that insulin sensitivity stronger and and maybe not have to rely as heavy on carbs, you know, for that situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, what was his um, uh, glucose number in the morning when he started his prep? I can't remember, but it, it you could just see too, like his response wasn't, it wasn't as good as it has been in the past. So we're right. going to track things a little closer, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to rely on a little, we're going to see what happens. Basically we're, we started at, we brought carbs back up, but now we're going to, we started adding some fats to it as well. Instead of just like in the past, I think we lean maybe, and it, maybe it was my mistake as a coach. Like we really pushed the carbs hard and now I'm thinking, huh, maybe, maybe it was too much, you know? So, but, but then how do we get the calories up without those carbs? And that's where I'm thinking the fats are possibly going to come yeah. in. There's also no evidence that he wouldn't have gotten equally as fat. Sure. Used more fat. You know what I yeah. mean? So sure. It's like our brains do a little bit more of the, the overthinking than we really can afford to sometimes. It's like you have no proof it would have gotten any better. Yeah. But I think as a coach, you want to find the answer because especially right. if you feel like, oh, well, he got a little too fat on my watch. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? So, so I must have done something wrong when in reality, some people – that's just how it rolls, you know? Yeah. He also put on a ton of muscle under your watch, too. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I always look at that at the end of the day. Remember, you guys remember this is, I wish that there was like more guys need to go back and read the 10,000 page post that Dante used to put up about how if your goal is to get as big as possible, as fast as possible, then get fucking big. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, which meant, yeah, you're going to get heavy too. And of course, just like anything on the internet that got taken too far, guys were getting sloppy as shit and saying, well, Dante told me. He's like, <laughs> which was always comical because, you know, when I first hired him, you know what the first thing he did? Put me on a diet. I was hmm. too fat. Very first thing. Yeah. You're, when you're but, too fat for Dante. Yeah. He literally was like, <laughs> okay, well, we got to lean down. And I'm like, well, you're the fat guy. <laughs> I thought yeah, I was yeah, bodybuilding. Not, not fat, fat. Yeah. Not gross fat, you sick bastard. <laughs> Like bodybuilder fat, where we're actually calling ourselves fat just to make general public people hate us. <laughs> you got veins in your forearms. I'm abs so are fat in. right now. Yeah. Sorry for the fat picture. Had to post. Yeah. <laughs> you can only see all six of my abs, all of them. Like when like a really hot girl posts a picture and she's like feeling so squishy lately, but I'm trying to work on myself, you know. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten thousand likes. Yeah, code for compliment okay. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, is it my turn? Yes. Well, there's no turns at this point. Okay. As long as you get a question, so, you can ask it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you could... So this is kind of funny. I don't know. We'll see where this one goes. <laughs> it has potential It has potential to be interesting. I want a bigger dick. Oh, wait. Sorry, that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> if you could... Wait. If uh, it was name, name, name three bodybuilders from the old days that you would sit and have dinner with. Hmm. How old brain. is old days? 
say 70s 80s let's say old school the golden age you know Messer, I mean? Messer for sure Ooh, yeah in a heartbeat Mensa uh, Lee Labrada yeah Lee Labrada okay and Lee Haney fair enough can you not you so you could not have Arnold in that conversation yeah because I punched him in the oh. face Jesse's not an Arnold fan. <laughs> what, what about like a month ago? Would Arnold have been in the conversation? This is seventies uh, Arnold. Well, let's, let's put it. Yeah, seventies Arnold. 70s, I, the seventies Arnold. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, what's funny is the the things that I loved about him was I love arrogance when it's just swagger. Mm. Because in my opinion, when you're right, it's not arrogant. It's just a fact. Like, you're just better than everyone else. I'm like, oh, well, you are, so you can say that. No, but uh, <laughs> the, the reason I chose them truthfully was because, um, mess, you know, obviously Mike is obvious because I feel like my bodybuilding kind of came from him. Hmm. Um, yeah. Lee Labrada, because I think that he was very methodical in his approach to bodybuilding. Like... To imagine being a guy like him who came into bodybuilding, a sport that was bigger, 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 bigger. Already back then it was. And he said, no, nah, this is my lane and I'm rolling with it. It's not popular. Mm. Same with Mike, honestly. Like, not popular. No one else believes it's wrong, but we're staying in that lane. And then Lee Haney, it actually isn't because of the fact that he's Mr. Olympia. He was the first person that I read about and I, that crossed into, again, Mike, Dorian, Dante, which was activate don't annihilate muscle right that was his that was his thing now he was training more often than i do but it was the same thing give it enough walk away you know what i mean so i feel like each of those guys in their eras slowly worked up to what i was taught from dorian and dante yeah yeah you know and i, I think good picks. truthfully was just more genetic freak he could have worked out 10 hours a day and still whipped everybody's ass. So, <laughs> so can we make, so this is dinner, right? This is like a dinner okay. thing is what, what we're yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah. Right? Dinner, dinner. So you got hours. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to come to the same party that dusty set up. That way I get a chance to be dusty's friends. I'm going to bring, <laughs> I'm going to, and I'm going to bring Tom Platts with me. Okay. Oh, good choice. I think Tom should join the party. I would have picked Menser as well. So there is that. And I'm trying to think of somebody like somebody we wouldn't have thought of. You know what I mean? Like, who's the guy we wouldn't have thought of? You know who that we don't have any pictures of or hardly any record of a lot of his career? And you'd know him from Pumping Iron. Remember Ed Corny? Oh, he yes. Was, you remember the, the epic Pumping Iron squat sets that he was doing with Arnold? And they just like, yeah, yeah. And they, they went till they're like laying on the ground. I, yeah, on, I'd like more. I'd love to hang out with Ed Corny. In fact, I'd like to like get in on one of those squat workouts with Ed Corny. That would be that would be a jam. I don't know much about him, but he's got the mustache and the glasses, yeah, like the yeah. the Menser glasses. Man, I feel like yeah. dude, we've got a, quite a party going on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that we made our we went to a party of eight. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you picked a great bunch of guys. There's there's two people I'd bring. From okay. those, that old era, and uh, and uh, just because they'd have a shit ton of stories, but I would bring Franco. Okay, 
Right. Because he would have all the Arnold stories and he wouldn't edit them. True. (laughs) (laughs) He'd have them from an outsider point of view or from an inner circle point of view. Um, And then also, too, you know, uh, um, I I think it'd be awesome because we're having dinner and it's all about conversation, right? So I think I'd bring Rick Wayne. If you guys remember Rick Wayne, the bodybuilder from the 70s, he like Rick wrote Wayne. books. He just blanked me. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, blanked he like, me. He, 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 wrote like, he wrote like a bodybuilding book back in the 70s because he was like, you know, a California staple legend. So he would have like infinite stories. Or Dave Draper. Because Dave Draper was not only a great bodybuilder back then and the Blonde Bomber and all that stuff, but he was also a big drinker. He was a real bad <laughs> alcoholic. So he would have a bunch of party stories. He was the party man. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, he was the party man. Yeah, yeah. I think is it Rick so, Wayne? I did not know that. I didn't know who Rick yeah. Wayne was, but he's got yeah. Check out this hairdo on him. This dude is uh, definitely oh, yeah. a classic. Oh yeah, he's got a physique. Be on awesome. Him. I like. How that. do I not know that guy? Damn. I don't know. <laughs> so that's what bodybuilding was supposed to be. That I. <laughs> Yeah, and he wrote a bunch of books and stuff, you know? He, like, hung out with Sergio and, and Arnold, and he's huh. like, yeah, yeah. There's even a YouTube video called The Forgotten Bodybuilder, Rick Wayne. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. See, that, that, that Scott and I forgot him, but, of course, Ron knows the most infinite weird facts. He also knows what kind of bubblegum Rick Wayne likes to chew. Um. So, so <laughs> Dino, Dino sent me a copy of this book. It's called oh, oh, Muscle Wars. Muscle Wars. Huh. And it's by Rick Wayne. Behind the scenes story of competitive bodybuilding. So anyways, very interesting book. I recommend it. But Dino sent me a copy of it because he's like, I had this old copy. You got to read it. And he like mailed it to me overseas. <laughs> it's pretty awesome of him. You know, that cost him $40 so, yeah. to send you that thing. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm curious about that guy too, because it blows my mind. This is, this is one thing I think about with, with bodybuilding and I mean, everything singing, like the amount of freaks that you've never heard of Hmm. that are just, I mean, like, look at that guy, you pull this picture up and I'm like, Oh, he's better than I've ever been. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Add it to the list of people who are much better than me. Son of a bitch. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, In, in with nothing but like 20 megs a D ball a day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And training like, for that, you know, what's crazy is I had somebody ask me this the other day. Um, so I answered a question on QA, and the guy said, Well, well, why did we used to train? Why did you guys used to train for this many hours? And I'm like, Well, we've learned a lot since then. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't help but wonder what those guys would have looked like with the knowledge, not even the drugs, just the knowledge of now. Because some of those guys, I mean, were so good, you know, and so ahead of their time add in the knowledge and, and the mistakes they were making that they didn't know they were making. Yeah. They were like great but, despite what they knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even more dependent upon genetics back then. Yeah. It was like everyone was accidentally awesome. Look at this shot. <laughs> well, it's funny cause, Oh, Rick Wayne tricep shot. That's incredible. Back in the day. I, don't even, I can't even like fathom what I'm looking at. His pecs look like they're implants and forget about a tricep. Like, Lavroni's yeah, it's, it's interesting, eh? It's like interesting. I, 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 uh, I, I would, I think he'd he'd tell a bunch of stories that we wouldn't even think to, like, you know what I mean? 
he would he would mm-hmm. tell stories and we'd be like fuck yeah it's crazy i would never didn't even know that you know like all the little things you know who would know about him era. john hansen oh yeah oh i yeah. bet if yeah i don't know what happened to rick wayne if he's still around john hansen's probably done a podcast with him right 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 okay <laughs> of course i got one do you got now one just, no go ahead if you didn't if you didn't bodybuild what other extremely regimented lifestyle would appeal to you bmx <laughs> wow i'm trying i'm trying to like have a legitimate answer um because i also am terrible at like everything uh, <laughs> Right. There's a right. lot of things in my mind that are like well, that's very regimented. I would suck at that. Um, you want the yeah. well, you want the, what the one you were good at? Yeah. Well, well, kind of good at. I mean, <laughs> Using that term pretty loosely. There. <laughs> good compared to what? Um, you know what's crazy? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cop out answer, but I actually think it's true. Is everything to be successful is extremely regimented, and huh. people miss that. Like it's an obsession that I that it's it's funny, but being that it's um, Labor Day here, and I don't know what it is. I think I'm just old and an asshole. But I get so irritated by people who are constantly putting up quotes and inspirational bullshit, and I know them on a personal level, and they're bums. I'm like, at some point, you know, you actually have to follow through, and for more than a week. Uh, right. So to be extremely successful at anything is super super regimented. I know because um, I've had a few extremely successful businessmen and real estate guys and whatever. They were like, oh, I could never do what you do for bodybuilding. I'm like, you do it every day. I've seen you. Mm-hmm. It's just a different thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you wake up and you do all the things you have to do. You have the reps also, which is why you're a land developer or whatever the hell it is, you know? So. Um, I mean, for me, it would definitely have fallen into business in some route, but the, the regimented part of the question is awesome because they don't realize that being successful at anything is regiment. Yep. Yeah. And then there's also a flip side to that too. Uh Uh-oh. Bodybuilders in a lot of cases, I'm going to be a devil's advocate here. Yes. Bodybuilders in a lot of cases give themselves too much credit for being hardworking because oh, some fact. of them, some of them make their own schedule completely. <laughs> they don't actually have any forced regimentation as far as like any outside responsibilities at all. So they mm-hmm. just set up the easiest possible situation for them to stick to long term, which is obviously a winning strategy. That's the smart move to do. Mm-hmm. But, but what, so if a guy has like a full-time job and kids and a family and he's talking about how regimented his day is to get his bodybuilding and I'm like, yeah, cause there's things in there you have, don't have control of that you have to go around. Yep. But then if there's some guy that's like, you know, tons of money coming in, sleeps, naps whenever he wants, you know, cooks every meal one at a time. Am I supposed know, to raise that, my hand? Yeah, you were actually, yeah, yeah. But then he's like, yeah, the regimented, you know, sticking to the regimen. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. stick it to the regimen. You, you make your own schedule from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. You have absolutely no one depending on you that is on any kind of clock. You can just return emails whenever the fuck you want. What are you talking about? You don't let the dog you know, out, you know, though. Do you know what's painful about that? Is it, is it so accurate that, like, when I have something on my schedule, it irritates me? I'm like, I have to be there at 11? Yeah. Why did like, I make this two o'clock appointment? Is going to be there. Fucking <laughs> I mean, all the way down, somebody's like, "Can I give you a call?" I'm like, oh, "When?" <laughs> like, I feel my stress levels come up. I take some PS immediately for the cortisol. <laughs> oh, I know. Like sometimes my phone rings, and my first response is, "Fuck! Did somebody die?" <laughs> like, <laughs> why is someone calling you? <laughs> Who would do such a thing? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Scott? What do you think? I don't know. I'm lucky that I'm lucky that I have what I have. I'll I'll say that, and I'll say that. Uh, I'll say for you know, and, and this is probably true for a lot of people that if I didn't have the regimen that I have in my life, which now at this point, like bodybuilding is part of that, but it's business and podcasting and coaching. If I didn't have my regimen, then my life would either I'd have to be in the, like in the rat race or it would possibly be chaos and chaos is not a good place for Scott. So uh, I, I don't know what else it would be, but instantly when I heard this question, I was like, would Ron be a professional freestyle flatlander? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I know that much. I know enough to keep my hobbies a hobby. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I feel about bodybuilding for myself, at least. My own personal yeah. bodybuilding. It's a hobby. Can, yeah, you, yeah. can you guys imagine, though, on the flip, like what you just said, Scott? Like, I didn't realize until I got into bodybuilding that, that I need mm. structure, but structure that I create. Like, I need it. Like, I go to the gym at the same time as if it's on a schedule, and I go by myself. But yeah. it has yeah, yeah. to be then. Yeah. And if it can't be then for some reason, it irritates the shit out of me. Like, uh, you know, I mean, and I know this is, is, is genetically in my family, addiction is a thing. And that's why bodybuilding is easy for me. Like, it's a choice addiction. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I'm choosing this one, but it definitely like when I see people, they're like, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I got stuff to do this weekend. Like, you know, or somebody will say, oh, we're, we're going to go do something. Like when? What time? Like, I like things to be yeah lined up and locked in. And I don't I envy people who can wing it because that's like I said, if you call me, I'm like, don't fucking delete. Don't call me. It's not in the schedule. <laughs> Can you book this? Yeah. Email me and I'll get to it in the next 24 hours. That is the rule. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how it could be done any other way. Let's see here. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Dust his turn. Let's go. It's always my turn when I'm not. When my parent. Okay, here we go. This is good because it's a, it's a base question um, that I think is solid. I want to do my first show next year, June or July. What should I be doing now? Getting, and I know there's a lot of big. open-ended. But getting there you go. Yeah, <laughs> big. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say getting, you're just focused on getting stronger and bigger. Or if, I mean, they didn't say what they currently look like. <laughs> right. So if they don't look like 
they should be waiting to start a prep 16 weeks out. If they look like maybe they need to do a reality check diet or something, that might be um, a plan, you know, clean things mm-hmm. up for a couple of months and get the abs all visible and, you know, set up a really easy, well, not easy, set up a possible to stick to, you know, maybe they go out for dinner on the weekend, have a high day midweek, but they're dieting the rest and have like a nice three, four month sort of what I would call lean gainer off season where they're, you know, not necessarily pushing the scale up, but really trying to make the physique better, you know, like a, you know what I mean? That sort of lean gainer stage where you're not bulking, but you're not dieting. You're just trying to manage a person and get them dialed. And so they look more respectable (laughs) and then you can talk about contest prep. So that might be the situation, but if not getting bigger and stronger and also you should take the calendar off the wall. That's what mm. we used to do, right? When we used to have a calendar on the wall, you take it down, you yeah. lay it down on the table, and you flip forward to the show date, you put a big X on it, and you count the weeks back. Like I remember the old days before the apps, you know? You, just, you count the weeks, and you count, and you put D-Day, then you start your prep 20 weeks out, and then you count eight weeks before that, and you come off your gear, and then you count back. Like, you know, a schedule, you, yep. you got to plan – plan the year like have a plan you can't just say i'm going to compete next year and then all of a sudden 16 weeks out you're like oh i should probably start my diet now um yeah there's a lot to make sure is lined up you know make sure that you're not 16 weeks out and about to start your diet and your shoulder hurts Mm, yeah like plan your year because i i forget you what's crazy is i forget that i do that for clients and I wouldn't even have thought to answer that. Like, because the first thing I say, like, when I compete, I'm like, how many weeks is that? They're like, well, it's next August. I'm like, how many weeks? Yeah. Like, you put so it in the I, app now and it says like 43 weeks. Yeah. And, and then, like you said, because you do the exact same thing. All right, I'll prep for you is going to start 16 weeks out. We need to do this. I want to make sure your body's fresh. So we're probably going to do a cruise a few weeks before that. You know, I, I don't want you primed and back to full blast at 16. So, 22 weeks see, out we're gonna take a break yeah see how's this <laughs> this is this is the app on my phone i just pulled one of my guys up i like that 45 weeks to the branch right. classic yeah so i know that uh, mike's got 45 weeks and six days to the branch warren Classic. i don't use that app i what i, what, I should get that you're what gonna say what that app is right now because every single person watching wants to know yeah yeah <laughs> oh it's just called reminder and you okay. can just set the dates. And then I've got like, here's one of the pages where I've just got a bunch of people, right? Their, their show dates and how many weeks out they all are. I like that. So, you mm-hmm. know, I got a 45 week, a 23 week, 15, 15, 12, 12, 12, 12, 4, and one, in, one week, four days. So it's like. Right. You know what? I'll, I'll add something too. If this person who's asking if they, uh, if they haven't competed before, I'm all for tentatively calling it that date but at the same time unless you know like this isn't the olympia you know this isn't like you have to do this show so i'd say shoot for that do everything you can to shoot for it but also be open-minded that if that show doesn't work out i feel like i made a mistake early on well it wasn't a mistake because i had to take a week off of work and it had to be scheduled well ahead of time but if you weren't ready for that one give yourself a little more time you know, if say you want to do show in 45 weeks and you're like, hey, I'm going to commit to this. I've never competed before. Uh, if you get to eight weeks out and you're like, hey, I don't know, 
you know, but there's another show four weeks later, then don't be afraid to change the date too. Cause at the end of the day, yep. like you're not failing by giving yourself another four weeks and like five years down the road, all you'll care about is how well you did. You won't care like that you did it four weeks later, you know? Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that too. I think there's the, the only school of thought with that to be cautious with, and I agree a hundred percent is also don't let the knowledge of that second show be why you slack off. Cause that's not what oh, yeah. saying. You go <laughs> all after it and you don't make it or it doesn't look like it's going to be quite right. Put it off, but you don't want to be using that as excuses to make mistakes. Um, I shouldn't even say mistakes, decisions that are bad. I hate the word mistakes. I'm like, you ate a cheeseburger. It's not a mistake. It, <laughs> it fell in my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I got another one that actually I like because obviously it's directed to me, but uh, it applies to all of us. So it's a, it's a beautiful fit. Um, and the simple question is, what's your favorite thing about JP? Huh. Uh, just steady, like... The world needs people like he, he, he's a misplaced, like he's a, and I hope he would take this as, as a compliment, but he's like a mad scientist academic who just happens to be a hardcore bodybuilder. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, sure. and you know, the kind of the mad professor sort of thing, the guy that's like, willing to do any experiment to just find the truth, you know, like that sort of right. like reckless professor type of guy. Like we need those dudes. They, they like, yeah. they like, they, they do, they do cool stuff that everyone else goes, Oh yeah, fuck that, that proved that this da da da, or this showed us this, or this proved that we're wasting our time here. I don't know. I see JP as like, he's a really unique thinker yeah. and he doesn't care about any of the, like, he doesn't have any use for tradition or what people expect of him to like, I don't know. He's That's so removed from caring about what anybody thinks of him or anything he does. And I think that people that are able to find that space where they literally do not care, they're willing to do anything just to pursue knowledge and experience. They bring something to the rest of us. That's, you know, we all have something to offer. That's what they have to offer. You know, I don't know. JP's Agreed. a unique dude, man. It's like that level of confidence you know? he has with that, that not caring to have yeah. that confidence to be like, you know, the, I think it gives hope. It, there, there's a sense of hope in that kind of like, like before guys reached Dave Palumbo had talked about how there weren't 300 pound bodybuilders. And then after there was a 300 pound bodybuilder, then there were many 300 pound bodybuilders. And I think mm -hmm. that people look at a guy like Jordan and then it gives them that hope that there, there doesn't necessarily have to be these limits. Right. Yeah. Also, he's an example of like every single thing he does has a purpose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like his training is 100%. Every single thing has a purpose. You know what I mean? And, in his, you know, his, uh, how he researches stuff and everything he changes with his diet and stuff. And I, I, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. That's more than one word to describe JP though. You didn't say one word, one thing, one thought. So you're, one you're good. 
you're good. Yeah. And, and they all yeah. go in line. I think that the, the big thing, and I mean, obviously, it's very difficult when someone says what's what I'm going to say is something. I wouldn't say it's my favorite thing, but just to add is uh, I appreciate doers. I, I, I get yeah. nothing out of quotes and sayings. I like winners, and quite simply, Jordan's a winner. He executes. No, no one has – Jordan doesn't need to say, I train hard. Post a fucking video. Yeah, we, yeah. we will tell you that you're a fucking animal. <laughs> you know, he doesn't need to say that he works hard in business. I fucking see it. So yeah. I think that that's my favorite thing is Jordan doesn't claim anything. Huh. He executes every single day all the things he's doing. And then it's that, it's that saying, you know, if you're good, you tell the world. If you're great, the world tells you. And that's him. Yeah. You know, people, that, anyone who has passion, pas passion's yeah. infectious. So when you're passionately yeah. chasing something or passionately researching something, you know, you know, you know, you it's hear stories about those guys that like, like, oh, where have you been? Oh, I went into the mountains for three years and wrote a book. Yeah. You know, I could see him doing that, like at some point in his life. <laughs> well, know, what's like, funny is I, I had a lot of people when I first initially hired Jordan, they were like, why would you hire Jordan? You guys do things the same. And I was like, yeah, no, well, that's why. Huh, like, because yeah. Oh, yeah. we do, we have, we have similar thought processes, but we don't do things the same. We see things the same. And I want to take what he's doing and execute. And I don't want to think. I like the idea of taking somebody where I already know we're on the same baseline. Like a lot of people, I don't understand. They'll come to a coach and knowing who they are, like, for example, Dante back in the day, he had a very Block down. This is DC training. People come in. They go. What do you think if I added some volume to that? Why did you hire him? Like you know his thing. I'd be like going to Jordan. And be like, I think I should do pump sets instead. <laughs> what? So you know. Yeah. But I do. I, I really appreciate the fact that they. And I say they because both him and Corinne. They're they're just executors. And I love because you know I like when people show me what they're doing instead of telling me what they're going to do. You know, there's something, and that's why my Instagram is probably so boring. It's just like, yep, I'm rolling again. Yep, I'm doing this again. But that is bodybuilding, and that is life. That is reps, as Ron says. You do those things over and over and over and get better or stronger or more precise, depending on what we're talking about. You become more successful. So I think that his path, although very intricate, is also extremely simple. It's just the same execution day in and day out, you know. He could yeah. tell you what he ate 37 days ago for lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's bodybuilding and success and all things. So that was a good question. I laughed. I was like, it's a lot deeper than you probably realize. Good, good question. <laughs> I, I hated it for Instagram. I'm like, I have 15 seconds to answer that. Oh, that's awesome. That's so hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm always funny. like, things I like. I like that he doesn't comb his hair. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really, eh? Just yeah, I don't know. He's kind of a caveman with the bare feet thing. I don't. Anyway. I dig that because I need to wear shoes. Big up. Yes. Okay. Would you? Where is it? Would you rather use Pharma Growth or Pharma Test for the rest of your life? Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's easy. <laughs> are you allowed to just, are you allowed to are you allowed to like sell the kits if you don't want to use them <laughs> how many are we getting yeah how many are we getting here like 
um you know is this an infinite supply because like you know a test is pretty easy to come by right right yeah. if you could only have one oh. and you couldn't buy it yourself or get it anywhere else then i would say farm a test like if mm. they were going to limit your like you couldn't get anything else right yeah yeah and i would say i think, farm I think the question is 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 which one well if you're obviously you can get good test anywhere so It'd be farmer growth, be simple, but uh, I definitely advise you be like me and get both farmer because it's awesome. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Okay, you got one. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Oh, here's a, this is actually a fun one. Uh, were you guys excited or nervous upon starting your first cycle? Hmm. I think I was just excited. Whoops. I was in that I was in that stage. I mean, I was I was pretty young, but I was in that stage like, you know, pretty much everyone I knew that had done steroids had nothing but good things to say about them. <laughs> it was unlike the weed. No one was lying to you. <laughs> you know, that all these guys at the gym, I'm like, so like what's any problems? They're like, uh, I don't know, I got bigger and stronger and I look better. I'm like, okay. That sounds awful. <laughs> Plus, back then, like, about- two guys didn't take huge doses, so there weren't, like, there wasn't anybody walking around with, like, kidney problems or anything. Like, oh, I don't know, I took a, mm-hmm. an ampicestin on a week and, a, a, you know, 20 megs of Winstraw a day. Do you have any side right. effects? No, I felt great. You know, like, yeah, of course you felt great. You know? <laughs> yeah. I gained 25 so, pounds in 10 weeks. I spent $200. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you felt great. The drugs were real. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to take many of them, you know, and of course you felt great. I've talked I, to I a few people. I remember when I did mine, the problem was, wasn't, I was very excited to do them, but when I tell you the amount of profuse sweating that went on and trying to figure out why anyone was putting things in their ass that was behind <laughs> them, and I'm trying to do all this, and I mean, I just remember like, like looking in my mirror in the bathroom and just seeing me like drenched in sweat. Oh my God. Trying to get this done because I was so nervous. And apparently I've never been flexible because my ass was just impossible to get back there. And like I finally got it done and I remember thinking like, is it going to be like this every time? This is stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Then later in life, I learned that there's many muscles that I could reach much easier. That helped. And... (laughs) It probably helped that they got bigger too, so they were like easier to, you know what I mean? Your other sites were. Well, I remember it being like a big deal. Um, you know, I mean, just the act of doing it was such a stressful thing. Yeah. And then you fast forward a couple of years, and I remember like, it's funny, but uh, when we were on the couch, uh, Evian and I, and I was doing my shots while watching TV, and she would always do them, so I just hand them to her. And uh, she did it all, and then one day she just. Bam, hits my shoulder. I'm like, ah, <laughs> fuck. I look, she harpooned me with an 18 gauge. Oh. I was like, you didn't switch it? <laughs> like, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I remember when this used to be stressful. And now I'm like, shh, hurry up. I'm watching Oprah. <laughs> I think that was on purpose. I think that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. You deserved something. Sure she went through day. my phone that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought we nervous or excited. I've met people who ha- who were nervous but i feel like myself and the vast majority of people like we're all pumped but we're pumped because we're sold on it like even like i remember the first time i took creatine i was like you know what 
I've got this creatine yeah. and this is the secret and this is going to, you know, I'm going to gain 20 pounds of muscle in the next four weeks. How could I not be excited? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, I remember I those days too. Come into the store one time. I had the retail stores and the guy came in and he goes, dude, and you know, he kind of has to come in and tell me quiet. He goes, I got my first cycle. <laughs> he, goes, I start, he goes, I started it yesterday. You would not believe how strong I was today. And I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but keep lifting. You just, but keep going. You just, mind, yeah, I think you're right? just motivated you know, just, is all. It was classic. He goes, yeah, man, the, the numbers went up. But you know what's funny, Scott? You said that about creatine. Um, pressing has always been a weakness of mine, like always. And uh, I started taking uh, a product that actually iForce used to make that was literally, uh, it had crystalline fructose in it. So you guys obviously know how that functions. Um, and I just, they sent me all this stuff. And I started taking everything. And I had a good, like a, a real strong chest workout one day. And I remember going, oh, that's a good day. And then the following week comes around, I had a better one. That's good too. By the third week, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot I'm taking this stuff and it's actually working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my default is just a dumb, lucky day. And after literally three weeks, I was like, this shit works. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I just assume nothing works and take it anyways and see what happens. <laughs> well, I think if you assume nothing works and then you take it, at least you don't get a placebo effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of like the old like, saying, oh, like, free. <laughs> like if, if, if you take 100 micrograms of real LSD, you will <laughs> have an experience. There will be no placebo related effects. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? You can deny it all you want. Oh, no, I don't feel it. No, no, no. You, if, if, you know, you know it. If it's real, you'll know it. You, you know? So here I got one for you. Shoot. If you, if you had to put money down on the current new crop of pros, who will win it guys affording no new guys join the fray who is our next mr olympia after rammy let's say rammy wins this year maybe wins again next year blah 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 whatever who's the next sandow where's the next sandow if you had to pick no new guys coming in just what we got so anyone it doesn't have to be newer guys now it's just anybody that's not rammy is that what you're saying well, yeah, they did say new crop, the first from the new crop. But, you know, what does new okay. crop mean? I think it kind of means the, you know, the, the guys coming up now or the guys pushing in the, the top 10 or whatever. I don't know. Who do you think could win a Sandow out of this crew? I, I don't want to take the obvious answer. I mean, I shouldn't say obvious because it's arrogant as fuck. But, I mean, I feel like the easiest answer is Hunter. Um, but... I'm gonna go Brett Wilkin. I was thinking Brett. Away by him. I was thinking about Brett. I, I, I think that the, I mean, if you factor in the changes that he's made in the last two years, and I know that he is as militant and disgusting as humanly possible on perfection. Yes. I have to assume that these changes we've seen for these two years, we're gonna see for two more years, and I just don't see an end in sight. I mean, the guy turned pro and classic. And, you know, looked like a really good, never-going-anywhere classic bodybuilder. And then took two years 
straight to hell. I think he did the, didn't he do a 212 show? He did, yeah. He needed more. Yeah. But I mean, he yeah. went from classic to 212. He had more frame. And now you look at him, it's like, well, fuck, what is two more years going to be? So yeah. I would have a hard time betting against him. And what I also love is he doesn't have distractions. He's got a, a wife. They're locked in. They're committed to each other. They're committed to the process. There's no reason for him not to. He's literally done what I think winners do, which is he built his life. They built their life around their primary goal, which is this. So He moved to Colorado so that he could train yep. at Armbrust. You know, like that was a decision they made was to be there. Uh, you know, yeah, he set himself up, didn't he? Yeah, so that's – and if nothing else, then uh, that should uh, definitely lay out the respect I have for what they're doing because that would be my vote. And that's that's putting past a lot of really good guys who are currently above him, but I don't think they will be for long. Hmm. Yeah, the training is there. Like you see the sets on – you know what I mean? When he posts a set, you're like, okay, well, that's what it takes. You know? Well, but he's got the genetics um, and he's got this. And that's the big thing. Yeah. I think a lot of guys' genetics don't have the head. Yeah, some of the guys with the head don't have the genetics, so there you go. <laughs> and there's me that you know? doesn't either. Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I mean, obviously, Hunter is. I, I see Hunter as the most complete head to toe, front to back guy in oh, the, new, sure. the new group. He's the most complete mm -hmm. from the calves to the the structure to the. You know, the, the beauty of every single body part and how it's shaped and where it inserts, you know, the uh, the dad's genes went a long fucking way with that build. And mom. And um, don't forget. And mom. Yeah. Yeah. The dad and mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 We forget. A freak right? of our own nature. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. Rob, Robin Labrada. So. Um, so there's just a lot there. And like with his age and how much room he has, and I don't even mean room on his body, but room on the calendar, like room on, on the sands of time. Um, I, I could see Hunter being Mr. Olympia and, and um, the Brett, that's a great pick because you're, you're, you're betting on the horse there. Like you're betting oh, on, yeah. on what, you know what I mean? You've seen how, like what's going on and uh, you know, they, they say, you know, you're, you're looking at the stable. You're looking. You're not looking at the rec at the record. You went and yeah. saw the stable and mm. what they're feeding them. Yeah. And and you met the trainer, and you're betting on you're betting on the horse, not on like what they previously done, right? Yeah. And um, and that's that's interesting because a great pick. I mean, fuck the way he looked this year already, like really surprised me. You know. Mm -hmm. And um. I don't know. There's there's a there's a lot of the, the the new crop is good. It's very exciting, you know, and and then you have guys like like who do you consider new crop? Like you know, we didn't mention Akeem because, like, I don't really consider Akeem a new guy. Like Akeem's like I don't you know, you know what I mean. So yeah, so mm -hmm. people at home are probably like, why aren't they mentioning these guys? They're they're you know top seven or whatever. But you know that's kind of why. Um, you know, I, it's funny. I, I'm not even sure if I consider Ian a new guy either. Yeah, I was counting him because he, because he, for those who aren't as in deep in the game, he blew up recently. For those of us yeah, who've been yeah. around, Ian's been a star for you know, years, five years. And years and yeah. it was just waiting. You know, yeah. Do, is there anyone, Scott, you could think of that we didn't even mention that's like also right in that mix? I well, was going to bunch of guys that are good, like. Yeah. Like, were you going to think of somebody? Well, you think of somebody? No, no, right? I wouldn't want to interrupt you here. No, no, no. I was going to say that, yeah, I'd be very curious to ask our audience 
because I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, everybody is going to be screaming somebody else that we didn't mention <laughs> we right now. And here's the thing, though. We right, get right. put on the spot and we start thinking. But then it, or like we look at like the current shows. Like when we did when we've done wrap ups, uh, we were we were talking about like you know who's looking good for the Olympia, and then all of a sudden the audience mentioned like five, six, seven people, and all I could remember is thinking like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, there's all those people. Well, um, think about think about uh, Martin Fitzwalter. That's that's water. That's training with Brett. Yeah, I mean, him and Brett next to each other would be a hell of a war. Just the two of them. Yeah, Martin's He's come a up a lot too. Freak as well, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, the, the list can go on and on. So definitely not uh, pretending we don't know any that or that there's no other names. But those are the ones that to me, just because uh, I feel like a lot of people like Ian, they see him now and they're like, oh my god, and I'm like. No, he's been oh my god for years. Yeah. Who, <laughs> like, who who do you think if if you could say there's uh, any of the new guys who've you know done some damage and and made their name, but who do you think has like the most potential that that you want to see them fulfill that they haven't yet? Ooh, I think Brett is. I got to bring him up. I know Dusty, you just talked about him, but I still think he does have tremendous potential because he is so balanced and he has he has room he will grow yeah he'll get better too because that's i mean he's he's an obvious choice because like you said it's his his i think for some people you look at him um for example nick walker freaks freak freak but i look at him and i'm like where else can it go because there is a point where a lot of guys don't realize you can get bigger and get worse. Um, you know, right. he's more of in the stage of like refine, you know, and it's not to say that he can't beat these guys or he wouldn't beat them now. But I do look at a guy like Brett and I'm looking going, he's done this much and there's still so much more there. Right. You know, so. Right. But I don't think there's anyone that's like. I know these guys will fulfill their potential versus some guys are like, God, I just wish they would get it together. You know what I mean? Right. Where they, where they've got a ton and you just never, you know, you're never going to see it. Right. Right. So there's, yeah. See one guy, you know, I was just on his Instagram the other day. He's just such an unbelievable bodybuilder. And I would like to see it all come together because it's come together a bunch of times, but you know, come together when it really counts is Regan Grimes. Hmm. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, that physique. I mean, He's kind of the he's kind of the only other guy that I look at with the same way I look at Hunter where everything is is also beautiful. You know, mm -hmm. like like there's lots of physiques where you're like oh that's rugged and nasty and that's this and that. I I'd say Hunter and Regan both have the the an amazing aesthetic to their physiques. That is just unbelievable. And we've seen it. You know, we've seen Regan. I mean, he's qualified for the Olympia this year because of it, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, we, it would be really good to see the, the next level, you know, as he gets older because he's still very young, you know. And, and I would love to see him show up this year, you know, the same way we expect Ian to look. The grainy, the crazy conditioning, you know, that sort of stuff. Like, I'm really hopeful that we're going to see another leap from, from his physique. That would be awesome. I'm fascinated with the fact I, I see it's funny. He, he puts up videos and posts of his physique and stuff. 
and I'm blown away because I saw literally multiple people comment like, you're not ready for this level. I'm like, he's qualified for the Olympia three fucking times. He is this level. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. act like it was a fluke and he got one show where no one showed up. It's like, are you out of your mind? Every show he does, he's a threat to win. You yeah. know, I, I think he just, I think what Regan needs is time. And as, as the time clicks on, because a lot of people don't realize that he's like 11 years old or something. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it is crazy how, because he's been good for so long from such a young age that people don't realize how young he really is, you know, time is going to click away. And as that, as that muscle gets mature, it'll be nuts. You know, he, he's actually, there's one of the guys where if somebody said to you like, Oh, who could you, who would you like to walk around looking like? I'm like, well, that'd be fun. <laughs> like, it? He can buy a t-shirt off a rack, but also be enormous at the same time. That's impressive. Yeah. 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 And have, uh, and have women like how you look. <laughs> I've never it's like the little added like right that a little added bonus that you're completely foreign to you um that's funny yeah. what um, who of, of the of all the guys doing the o so you know think of who's qualified this year whose instagram does any of their instagram like when you see them post like an update any of them be like fuck yeah let's go like i don't know who does anyone make you think like i got a, I got something for you guys here let me see if yeah, i can yeah, okay let me see if i can post oh yes this up. pulling up live cheater love it oh hottie i got nothing <laughs> <laughs> and scott wins this game okay dude fun. i am so excited to see hottie chopin this year and i feel like i feel like i feel like this could be his year i don't know I don't know. I mean, Ron, I don't know. We'll see. It's but I, not. I I, really like him, and I really like his quality of muscle, and I feel like we've always all thought, like, if Rami only, if only Rami could pull it together, if only he could mm -hmm. do it, and we finally saw, like, holy shit, he finally did it. Now I want to see how to get his chance. Right. So can you pull up an old photo of Dennis James from Thailand? Oh God! Next yes. to that shot because they have the same. He just look. posted one. Did he? Yeah, they just posted one like a week ago. With, one of those Thailand those prep photos pictures. from like 2001, 2002. One of those fucking with the belt on real tight, where he's like, and put it next to that picture of Hadi, and you see like their muscle quality looks the same. It's like just the most bizarre. All right, give me just. A second. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but to me, it looks like the same. It looks like. Are they on the same growth? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second here. I don't know yeah, what it is. Secret. It's that look. <laughs> this is a it, it's a similar shot, too. He's got, like, the most muscular in the tank going on here. You're yeah, right. Like that shot reminded me of fucking Dennis. That's a King. very similar quality. <laughs> yeah. You know? Put the hottie shot up. Yeah. Give it's me like, a sec. I got a... I'm I'm working. I'm sitting at my parents' house, sitting in my oh, dad's yeah. chair, holding my microphone with one hand on my laptop, so scrolling funny. with the other. Yes, my dad That's made this. Such an awesome shot. That's it's funny because you pulled up the exact fucking picture I was thinking of. Like, there's a bunch of those where he's doing that with the strain tank. But so that you know picture that, next um, to Hadi. My my the, my friend Dave that uh, that owned uh, iForce Nutrition, uh, he does the border states, and I can't remember what year it was, but uh, he goes, "Yeah, I'm backstage. I'm pretty confident." And some fucking guy shows up from Germany, Dennis James, and <laughs> annihilates everybody. 
like, <laughs> just came in, absolutely annihilates everyone. And then he was planning on going home. And John Lindsay's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's Nationals or USA's or whatever show was up next. Like, you got to do that. But that is wacky. That's awesome, eh? It is. And the only thing that's crazy that this is this is why pictures and I hate when people like want to truly compare pictures because Dennis James is a bigger frame than Hottie by a mile. Huh? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Dennis James tell. is like, yeah, yeah. He's a bigger guy, way bigger guy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, because in this picture you would say, oh, man, Hottie's bigger than he is. But the quality, you're right. It's like identical. I mean, it's nuts. But 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 also pay attention. How do both of those guys train? Heavy. Basic, yeah, brutal workouts. You know, I remember, remember those vi- the video with the guy screaming at him with every lunge, like literally walking oh, backwards yeah. and screaming in his face. <laughs> yeah, and those videos of Dennis training in Thailand with that sh- that yeah. fucking hot gym he was in. You know, oh, I see. I remember him front squatting five plates like to failure, and then grabbing a fucking hundred pound dumbbell and doing like heel raise front squats. And yep, then lunging right outside in the 50 degree Thailand heat. Yeah, crazy. I, I, I get excited when I look at like a new picture of, um, of Holling's head mm, where that's really what we didn't mention. In. James, I, I, I'm really hopeful for him. I want him to just look absolutely fucking nuts. I want him to, to bring that sort of British steel Dorian look. You know, if he walks out on stage with that that look that I know he can have, I'll be so happy. And I know he's going to because you know. I was gonna say when it's it's James. Yeah, I, when it's I not mean, an if factor with a guy like. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's you remembered just, him uh, because we were gonna get oh, a lot yeah. of comments that we didn't. If so, thank no, you. No, I I'm excited to see his Instagram all the time. I want him to place as high as fucking possible. You know, like. Isn't, isn't it funny body. though how that works? Where James Regan. Guys who qualified a long time ago, and it's not that they're not active on social media, but they're not competing. They kind of stop getting mentioned leading into the show, and it's like, what do you think? Yeah, you got that year old, that year old he, qualification. He's grinding every day with only yeah. one date in mind, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be definitely good. be exciting to see. I, I really love James's story because I feel like um, – whether whether maybe it was just timing, but at the time, uh, it was almost like he was the s- second best to Luke, and he ex- then that was the way it was going to be. Hmm. And then when Luke passed away, James gave himself permission to become one of the best in the world. You know what I mean? It has like, a, I really it, felt it, like it, that. Yeah, I know. There's you know? like movies about that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, it's it's kind of like you know they they write they write stories about that. It's it's not a new sort of tale, and um, mm-hmm. you know I mean hey you know everyone knows Johnny Jackson. Yep. I mean Johnny Jackson's older brother was according to Johnny the better bodybuilder, and uh, his older brother died in a car accident. He was a trucker. I never knew that. Yeah, and his older brother died. I believe he was a trucker. And his older brother passed away and like they both competed uh, together, you know, and, and mm-hmm. Johnny said his was like the one that wanted to be a bodybuilder and Johnny just did it because, you know, he wanted to be like his brother. And anyways, uh, his, his brother passed away and, and that like motivated Johnny to like really go for it, you know, right. 
and uh, so yeah it's like you know there's there's lots of stories like that there's there's you know where one person you know obi-wan kenobi gives his life force to luke you know like that sort of thing and <laughs> and and you know becomes his his uh kind of guide uh so mm -hmm. luke can go be great you know that's like part of star wars you know lore so it's um it's interesting to see holly's head rise to the next level you know after such a tragedy and it just you know fucking awesome it's cool oh yeah you know? bodybuilding history so i'm excited to see that well, okay, every shot you bring up scott is nuts <laughs> yeah yeah his shape is so cool yeah yeah i know plus he's pasty white like me He's got the fucking British tan, you know. Uh, here's a question to see if either of you two know it. Um, what is best in life? Best in life. What is best in life? Like the best part? <laughs> I, don't I was wondering that, if you guys would get it. I don't even know what that it's means. A movie, it's a it's a movie quote. <laughs> of course you. Of course you know that. It, that's the Conan quote. What is best in life is oh. to crush your enemies, see them drown oh. before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. <laughs> I, su I assume I that's what he means. I'm sure I'm it the is. Question here. All it says is what is best in life. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, okay. Yeah. Scott and I would have been like this. Yeah. Looking for, looking for some deep answer. We would have been like, oh, well, happiness and love and... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd have been really being, really loving yourself is important <laughs> to crush your enemies <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly plus it goes on with dusty being upset at arnold so i thought maybe he would remember that one there we go. it's all line it's all line and line right there <laughs> how long have we been going for i mean you looked at the clock we're really? on over two hours man we're champions today okay i should probably get going i do have a uh, other things i have to do with my life you gotta let the dog out and wow. eat yeah, I let the dog out and eat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, fellas. Thanks for another good show. Um, we do have some guests planned. We've talked about it, so we should get on that and cement some of that stuff because I'd like to do that again soon. Let's hear from you guys. Who do you want to see on the show? Let's do that. Yes. Let's ask the all the people that make it to this point of the episode are oh, yeah. actually the lifers that watch the full thing. So those are the people we really want to hear from. I think that's a good. That's, that's a, good a good point. Way. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first five minute people, we don't care who they want to see. You know what else? Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you're still watching, and you have any questions for the guys, of course, the guys always take questions on Instagram. Post them up in the YouTube. I will make sure to get them to them. That's just for there you guys. You the special last help. five minuters. You know. Okay. Exactly. They okay. made it through all this boringness. <laughs> Sounds good. Remember, sh subscribe, share, comment, like. Dusty. Dusty. Thank you. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> okay. Ring the bell. Thanks, fellas. First. Remember, it's just bodybuilding. So cool. we, we got to, yeah, so we got to edit this before the ending here. All right. We're good. We're rolling. Sure we can do. We're rolling. Yes. How's our Wi Fi? Everyone looks a little blurry this time. You know what? Me too. Everything looks. I look not great, but that's normal. My ca my camera's not good. You guys look. The recording's good. We're solid. Okay. Okay. So we got. I got it. I sent you a link. 
and I want you to play the link. Okay. You, you got to share it to screen. So Scott hasn't seen this. Dusty hasn't seen this. I haven't seen this. All right. I haven't I even it. seen this yet. Okay. So I got a link, but I want you to just play this video. Let's see. I don't know if the uh, sound. Can you guys hear man. this? Yep. Okay. Happy birthday from <laughs> your second favorite. Obviously, Victoria is numero uno, but from your second favorite, Thirst Trap. <laughs> Enjoy. Apparently, I'm supposed to say something nice because it's your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Hope you have a good one, mate. Um, really don't know what else to say. <laughs> every fucking week. And you do me head in then. <laughs> but anyway, have a good one. Can we cut this part out with Fuck Dave? You, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Scott, yeah. I heard that uh, someone's turning a year older, <laughs> and uh, I just want to wish you happy birthday first, and also say thank you for your friendship, and uh, thank you for the opportunities you've given me. Uh, I think one of the best things about the sport of bodybuilding that we're all in is that we get to meet great people, and I absolutely put you as one of those people. So I hope you have a great day, and um, I'll see you on the podcast soon, buddy. Bye. Look how lean Andrew looks. Scott, oh my gosh. Man. Happy birthday. I hope you have an excellent day, and I hope the rest of 2021 is a segue into a better 2022. Uh, I know you had a rough year, but you've made the most of it, put out a lot of awesome content. I've enjoyed all the podcasts we've done, and I look forward to uh, everything we'll do moving forward. I appreciate you as a friend and as a brother in bodybuilding. You've given me a lot of advice, advice over the years, so very grateful that grateful for that. I'm grateful for you. Have a great birthday, man. Oh, man. Thank you guys. Look at that. There you That's go. Cool. And then of course, me and Dusty aren't actually on the video, but <laughs> you know, happy birthday my friend and you know, you've uh, helped us a lot with all 103 episodes of this show and you know, done all the fingertip magic and the brain work. Um, so we definitely appreciate it. And yeah. you had it you had a hell of a year, but you're still here, so I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful to have you guys. You guys uh you guys make this worthwhile, so thank you guys. I appreciate you. There you go. I knew we had to play that video on the air. Victoria was going to kill me. She put that together. She put that together. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. So she she put that together and then she sent it to me and she's like, "I'm trying to think. Can you just get them to play it? Just don't make sure you don't watch it. Just get them to play it." And I was like, "Okay, okay." I love it because I so really didn't birthday, watch. I had buddy. no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't watch it before I sent it to you. So, uh, awesome, well, very man. Sweet. Happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah, I'll see yeah. you. I appreciate it. And awesome. I I look forward to seeing what we can do for, for 2022. There you Absolutely, go. Absolutely, man.